So I'm taking on the role of Travis today. So we've got a bonus Ashley on the other side. So this one is from Mailman Matt. He says, uh, part one, what was your first pet as a kid? Part two, it's his birthday, and he's trying to help raise funds for local animal shelters and would like to get a shout-out to donate to, for people to donate to their local animal shelters. So happy birthday, Mailman Matt. Very we love nice. you. You're love always, Mailman Matt. Yep. You're always participating, always great, and obviously if that's calls to you go ahead and donate to uh local animal shelters in his honor there you go but what was your first pet as a kid my first pet as a kid was a turtle that a kid in my class gave me Mm -hmm. and its name was easy and i don't remember why it was named easy i think it had something to do with some computer we had a computer class and there was a program that was easy such and such and you would make a turtle move this time a third and we had a turtle it's a good name for a pet though at that the is- yeah at the at the in our classroom and i'm fairly certain that the reason why he gave it to me is because his mom told him that he couldn't bring it home yeah. and so and he like won the raffle to win the turtle at the end of the school year or whatever it lasted about about the summer i remember the reason why i didn't survive is because my mom basically hated it and was not in the business of trying to tell me how to keep this thing alive so i had to like figure it out on my own i was in fourth grade you know what i mean and this is pre-internet being everywhere yeah, so yeah. it was like a lot of walking Figuring to the pet store and trying mm-hmm. to do this stuff. Turned up one day that thing was dead. I was like, oh, that sucks. So that was my first pet. That was kind of a sad ending. Well, I, I mean, it's a turtle. What are we doing? Well, all pets die. Yeah. Let's just get that out there. It was a turtle. I was 10. <laughs> it didn't sound like it, it went very, went very long. Oh, it was a great right turtle. There. It would swim around and like my mom would say, only thing you can't do is you can't bring it in the bathroom because that was like, you know. We My had, idea was to get in the tub with the turtle. We had work. growing up a pack of wolves. We had nine of them. <laughs> um, nine wolves. Just uh, in a cave I, in the I backyard. Think, <laughs> I think it but was, they raised you, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's right. That's right. Um, a, uh, what you win at the uh, at the carnival, whatever it is, the goldfish that you win? Yeah. That was my first pet. It didn't last very long either. Right. But that was my first like, starter actual, actual pet. We also had randomly... I think four chickens, something like that. I was going like to say, that. didn't you have a lot going on in your house, though? There was like daycare situations, and daycare therefore, situation. therefore there was a lot of extra stuff. We had some chickens, and we'd use all the eggs, and <laughs> so we had chickens for a little while, and then eventually we got a dog, and we were not, let's say my family had no idea how to raise a dog, so oh, those it. would be my first animals <laughs> there. That's funny. Shout um, out to Mailman Matt. Love that guy. Okay, so we're talking a little bit, we'll get into John Morant in just a second. Yeah. We were talking a little bit about Otani and... Um, he had another unbelievable night last night, and the Angels are playing some good baseball. They're seven games over five they They're right in the mix of the American League, mm-hmm. and the conversation continues to come up, which has been a, been a conversation before the season even started. Do you trade Otani? Do you keep Otani? Um, do you, do you kind of run that risk if you're the Angels? No, but you know what I have not heard is, hey, there's a good chance that Otani is going to stay with the Angels. I haven't heard that. No. So the chances of him leaving, I think everybody would agree, is very, very high. But to be fair, the reason why we haven't heard the the chances he stays with the Angels are because when he said he wants to go to a team that prioritizes winning or has a chance to compete, the Angels are off that list. We have not considered them in that qualification yeah. zone. And so now that they're good, well then yes, you have to take them seriously. I mean, what if the Angels go to the World Series? I mean, it's not going to happen necessarily, but like, if that happens... Who's to say that they aren't any more competitive than any other team that's on the They're list? Good for one year. Let, let's say okay. Let, I mean, let's say let's say we're in June, right? If now. that's this year, that has to matter. That's Twenty years of incompetence for one year. Okay, of but getting what, there. okay, but what I'm saying is that if they get there with him, who's to say that some other team is a better option? You know, that's that's where it becomes this difficult. Is, this is what I would say. I would just say this. I would say that we're still in June. By the time we get, let's say, thirty days from now. 
that they're still in the mixer. Trade deadline, I think, is August 1st. Is that is that True. the trade deadline, yes. if I'm right here? Okay, yeah. so there's going to have to be decisions made between now and August 1st. But I really, truly believe this. I felt this before the season even started. If they're in the mix, he ain't going anywhere. He's just not. That's kind of what and, I think. And that's what I think. Tyler, you uh, you yelled at Clinton and, and I during the break. What, what did you want to say? Okay, so I was trying to catch you in a break, but I'll say it here. What we're not taking into account is that, and and you mentioned this, Slee, back at 1030 when we, when we spoke about this, but you said that there are instances where players that are being explored in a trade scenario that are going to potentially go to a team that is going to be a non-compete team. Some teams are skeptical to send, uh, to send their prospects to that team because they want to give them the best shot for success. So a scenario I'm going to throw at you, and it's one that Dodger fans are going to be very familiar with, okay. is the Mookie Betts scenario, where the Boston Red Sox were being faced with their best player mm. approaching free agency, and they had there was a fork in the road, and they had to go left or they had to go right. And left was keeping him in Boston and giving him, you know, essentially throwing him the entire kitchen sink and saying, "Take all the money that you need to stay here, or we're going to send you somewhere else and we're going to get we're going to get some prospects back." And they they went right. They sent Mookie Betts to L.A. They got prospects back in the names of Connor Wong and Jeter Downs at the time. They got Alex Verdugo. They got a pretty hefty return, and at the time, the Dodgers were being, you know, boosted for for acquiring Mookie Betts. Huge deal, great job, and the Red Sox were being lamented because they let Mookie Betts go. But here we are, and it's 2023, and there are three players that start every day for the Boston Red Sox that came from the Dodgers. Okay, Okay, but that's all they do is start every day. Yeah, but here's the issue. The issue with that, too. Let let me ask you this. It's a good good comparison. Do you think Boston Red Sox today, if you could ask the question, you want to do that trade or you want Mookie in Boston, which one do you think they would take? They would take Mookie every single time. I would take Mookie every time as well. But here, let's just play out what you just said. Three starters with the Red Sox. The problem is you can't compare the Red Sox franchise to the Angels franchise. That's true. That the Red Sox franchise actually has been successful. They do know what to do. They have ownership and there's pressure from from their fan base that you got to succeed. That's my issue. My issue is less to do with, I agree that... Maybe that trade, when the anytime a trade happens, initially you're going to say, okay, well, who's the player I know? The Padres got the better deal because they got Juan Soto. Well, can you give these guys three, four years, some of these right. players to develop and see what's going to happen? The problem is the Red Sox actually have a track record. And the Angels do not. But will you're the, offering will the these Angels prospects, know what to do with these players. You're offering these prospects a chance to become starting players and actually prove themselves, as opposed to just kind of hanging in the balance, like Cartaya uh, uh, with the Dodgers. You know, yeah, and being I, a what, trade piece. I see, I see what when you're is saying. When's he going to start? When's he going to start? He's got to go some somewhere else so that he has an opportunity to be a starting player to prove when himself. When Will Smith and wants to get paid, maybe right. that's or when, when they get rid of Austin Barnes, they should have done two months ago. And that's, that's the point: story. is that some guys are just going to collect dust. You don't want these guys collecting dust. That's fair, but but uh, you know, I, mm, the thing is this though: I'm not going to be the guy that trades Shohei Otani. That's just that's just not a world I'm going to live in. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand why the idea of we tried. He didn't want to say, so he left. Like sometimes you got to wear that. But also, like, you're leaving. He's only leaving like what two months early, three months early. It's he, you got the almost entirety of it, and leaves two months early. You get people back for it, and you get something for your time for Otani, which right now could be nearly nothing, just sales. If I'm a Halos fan, I like it. I just don't Otani, like that. It's the Angels. I'm part. not returning to the ballpark that season. 
period. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's as simple as that. I would rather be the guy to look back and say, we have these three guys starting in our lineup, pitching on the mound today, 2026, whenever whenever these prospects decide to come up and be viable. I'd rather be the guy that says... They'll be I'd rather be the guy that best. says, I went out and got those guys than the guy that said, I let Shohei walk for nothing. I mean, okay, but I'd rather be the person that says, I watched Shohei Otani. Forget about the rest. You know what I mean? I, I don't live in a simulation. I, I That's think, the guy I, I, I want to I think this is, at Keep the end of the day, this is what it comes That's down to, is that there is a chance that the Angels can make the playoffs, and if there was no chance that they can make the playoffs, these conversations sound much more, right. they sound much more fair. I think the fact that they can potentially actually make the playoffs and then you roll the dice and take your yes. chances in game one with Shohei Otani on, on the, the mound. mound. I think that, that has something to do with it. they could do what the Angels always do. They have this fake little run in the middle of the season wow. where they're doing really well. That could very well happen. And they don't make it at all. That you know? could very well happen. Wow. What, Again, what she just said is... Have you guys seen the AL West recently? Do you know who even made the playoffs <laughs> in the AL West last year? It was the Mariners, yes. and they did it on a three-two shot to right field from Cal Raleigh. It was a miracle. Yes, but but, but what she just said, it, the Angels. What the she Angels just said care. is, yeah. we could be sitting here August twenty-fifth, and the Dodgers, or I'm sorry, the Angels have a legitimate chance of not making the playoffs, and we're past the trade deadline, and Otani is on the Angels. Y'all just hate the Halos, That's and now you're on. just kind of counting down how much you time want everything is left. bad to happen to the Halos. That's what you want. No, God I, forbid. I, well, it's Shohei they, takes them on a run. They should have sold, man. It's because they, they did it to themselves. <laughs> well, wow. if they'd have sold, that's a different that's story. That's a totally different conversation. Um, and everyone got injured last night, John too, Morant. So that's we'll talk about him on the other side. Let me, let me kind of... I have, I have a ton... A ton on Ja? ton to say about this. Okay, so for those who don't know, let me just set this set up. Set this up. So earlier this morning, it came out, official news came out on Ja Morant. He's going to be suspended. He's getting 25 games. Which, by the way, sounds like the right number. I think he got eight the initial time, and then he was got some. He had to go do some type of counseling, whatever it was. And those five, six games that he missed counted towards the eight. For John ja Morant, he's going to be out for uh, twenty-five games. And uh, when we come back, let's spend a little time on that. One of the best point guards in the NBA, one of the best known players in the NBA. Um, made two mistakes during the season that's going to cost him a lot of money. Big time. And it's going to cost him 25 games. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show. Yates in the house, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, so it was announced this morning that John Morant is getting 25 games off. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Travis Rogers having Modelo's out at the U.S. Open. Clinton Yates what in up? the studio here being a professional like he is. Doing my best with my feet up watching baseball. Uh, um, <laughs> let, me, let me read off uh, the statement here from the NBA. This is... Um, this is Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. John Morant's decision to once again wield a firearm on social media is alarming, and um, given his similar conduct in March, for which he was already suspended eight games, the potential for other young people to, to emulate Jaws' conduct in, is particularly concerning. Under these circumstances, we believe a suspension of 25 games is appropriate and makes clear that engaging in reckless and irresponsible behavior with guns will not be tolerated. So he's going to be out 25 games. Um, you saw that this morning, Yates. What, what was your what was your initial thoughts on it? You know, I've been in a space in this conversation that a lot of people have not been because I think that, quite frankly, there's two things at play here. Number one, let's be honest. I know Ja. I know his family. I've been in his house. I've been to the bedroom that he grew up in in Dalzell, South Carolina. I know what he comes from. However, there's also something happening here that I think a lot of people don't realize in terms of their own internal biases about things that must be addressed. Ja didn't do anything illegal. Mm -hmm. Nobody got hurt. And none of this happened on NBA grounds. Just those are facts. These okay. are not judgments. These are facts. As in it didn't happen on a, in, a, in a team facility. It didn't happen in the locker room. It didn't happen on the plane. None of that occurred. Mm -hmm. What occurred was a young man doing something stupid with a dangerous weapon, which, again, I understand looks a certain way, feels a certain way, and is a certain way. But my question to the NBA is very simple. Okay. What exactly about brandishing a firearm on social media is detrimental to the league? Like, say it with your chest. If the league has a problem with guns, mm -hmm. say the problem is with guns. This seems like they're making a specific punishment for a specific person without stating their actual issue with the real problem. And that, to me, is cowardly, and that, to me, is also the kind of thing that I'm willing to believe is a tough precedent to set. You're saying, if we see a gun on any player in social media, you're getting 25 games. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. Doesn't matter if you're at a gun range. Doesn't matter if you're hunting. Like, what? what is it? Because to me, it's sort of like, okay, like I get it that this was reckless, but what is the actual rule being what, broken here is what, what I want to know. And it feels a little too open for interpretation, and it feels a little too singular on Ja because people just kind of don't like him, which is not the same thing as having an actual policy that's violent. It's interesting because I don't think this is – I have not looked at it this way. I have not looked at, wow, the league is going after Ja. I haven't, I haven't looked at – they're singling out Ja Morant. In my personal opinion, yeah. it is not in their best interest to have a player single out one of their most popular players 
that no question about it has the when when we're across the street and Lakers got the Memphis Grizzlies big time night. Michael and I in the pregame were like, man, we get to see Ja Morant. Right. Michael always gets excited when they're on the road. They're going to Memphis. We get to see Ja freaking Morant when he didn't play in game two. It was like, well, this sucks. Major letdown. Um, he's a big time player. I don't think there is any. There is no interest in the NBA suspending him eight games and then 25 games. It is not in their best interest. I guess this is the question that I have for you. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're trying to figure out what the NBA's reason for this, he did not commit a crime. By the letter of the law, he did not commit a crime. He was not in a facility that is owned by the NBA or by the Memphis Grizzlies. He's doing this on his own time. What he did in the videotapes, do you think that's a good look or a bad look? I think it's a bad look, and this is where I will go for Because you are sleep. representing the league. Yes, but at the same time, tell me what what's so bad about this look. Say it. Tell tell me what the issue is. So your problem is, is because that they, if is let's that, just say if Tyler Hero shows enough? if Tyler Hero shows up at a gun range, mm-hmm. it says, "Yo, I'm out with my boys, bachelor party, getting some shots off." Is it getting suspended? Okay, are you going to tell me the comparison of? He's at a gun range where it is a it's a specific place to have a gun and it's you know you got to obviously follow the safety measures and everything right. else. You can't comp you can't comp a gun range with I'm at a strip club at 3 a.m. in the morning on Instagram live flashing in my In some piece. words you in some worlds you can because if the stance there is that the guns are the problem what's the actual difference? That's what I'm saying and I get what your point is. One thing is normalized, the other is not. What I'm saying is, I, I first of all, I would have suspended Ja for a year. Let's be clear about that. But what I'm talking about is the actual Wait, teeth. Wait, you're throwing me off here. No, because you're listen to what I'm off. saying. Okay, yeah. Because the teeth of what your punishment rationale is, is what the discussion is. I, I Even if I agree, tell me what the actual problem is. The whole, I'll like it. You get twenty five games. That doesn't sit well with black so folks. Wh- where you just got we've got we've got moving targets. No, you know, no pun intended here on what the actual penalty is. I don't like that, man. It makes me uncomfortable. Can you help? If me? you're can- saying we will not have our players brandishing guns on social media because we have a problem with gun violence in America, say it. Say that. Don't tell me we just kind of don't like how he's operating. Therefore, you're getting 25 Didn't they kind of say that without saying it? That's my point, Slee. The mm-hmm. saying it without saying it thing, when so gun you- violence is really the issue it is in America, is horse crap to me, man. Like, say, take a stance. Don't single out Ja for something that pretty much any player in the league could probably be doing at any given moment. I, I don't That's agree. That's my thing, man. Th- this, is the, this is the part I don't agree Help with. Help the guy. Don't just punish him. But this is the part I, I don't agree with. I think the singling out Ja Morant is not fair. I don't think they're singling out Ja Morant. I think if that player, name any player in the league, if they did the exact same thing with J- that John Morant did, both instances, I think they're getting the I, same. I don't disagree, but my point is, is that it just feels, and I know that this is getting a little deep and we're getting a little serious about you're it, good. but what, what I'm good. saying is that as a brother in America, I'm telling you, man, that situation where you're like, uh, I just kind of don't like how you're moving. That doesn't sit right with me, man. Like, tell, like, make the rule, state the rule, and if he's got the kid's got a problem, help the kid. By the by, the worst part about this whole thing is he can't be at the team facility the entire time. What sense does that make? You said that this is a young man who doesn't have leadership in his life, as far as you can see, and he needs some kind of structure to get things back on track. Isolating him from the team makes zero okay, sense me, to me. Let me ask you this: My issue is more to do with all right, first time. It happened. He got eight games. 
It was in the middle of the season. He was the conversation around the NBA for a, went to a, a good, facility. good yes. couple of weeks. For a weekend. Went to a facility. Yeah. Whatever that means. By the way, I don't even know what any of that means. I don't right. know what he went to a facility means. Nor do I. I. I don't know what the help is that he got. I have no idea. But Adam Silver said they had a really good conversation. And John Morant felt like, it felt like, all right, the guy's going to learn from his mistake. We're probably not going to run to this situa- situation again. Two months later, it happens again. Okay, that's basic insubordination. Are we suspending guys twenty five games for insubordination? That's that's the league. No, right? I think you're. I think you're suspending guys for twenty five games for not learning from your mistake. Number one and number two, representing the entire league. I you can't be flashing. I them. don't disagree with that, but the reason why you can't be doing that is because gun violence is a problem in America. It's not because Ja is an idiot. Those are two separate things that I think a league that is at the forefront of progressiveness as they claim to be can make a stand on man you so can what, actually what would you be say okay something with if they if they did what because i'm i, I okay kinda, number i kind of see, you see where you're going number, but, but number one you it. can't just, you, you cannot have him away from the team number two you've got to make a real stance on what the actual issue is regarding what firearms and the danger actually is to just randomly say well we don't like how that looks or conduct uh, detrimental to the league what is the what is the detriment tell me Tell me what the detriment is, because I don't hear the NBA talking about gun violence anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? What is the actual detriment? I'm not saying there isn't one. I just want to know what the NBA stance is on this, because if the situation comes up again, and I don't mean specifically someone in a strip club at 3 a.m., I just mean in general. Because if you're saying the rule is no guns on social media, woo, a lot of brothers in the league going to have to change how they operate. You know what I'm saying, and that's where. But who I'm, else? But who else is who uh, else is doing what Ja did? Again, my point is, is that what he did is one thing in the regards of judgment of one person. Mm-hmm. If I see somebody at a gun range or say in their backyard banging out an AR-15, that freaks me out too. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. All of the so-called offenses are different to different people. It's obvious sometimes in people's minds. Oh, you got a young brother who's rich in a strip club with guns. Well, that's clearly a problem. But at the same time, other things that people do are not looked at the same way. It just doesn't feel right to me in terms of the rationale. I'm not saying that the result is incorrect. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the NBA has a little bit more to tell me on what their actual stance is beyond just, Jai, got to go for it for a long I, time. I, I didn't look at it. I thought the actual 25 games sounded about right. Maybe I was set up that way to think it was going to be around there, but I haven't thought about it the way you did, where give me a a specific stance so that, I don't know if this is the, the best The people example, you're so worried about influencing know the stance. doesn't happen again, but I think there's also a common sense element to okay. it that... Do we have to put it on a piece of paper? Hey, if you could please not do this when you're in the NBA. I'm with you. I get it. Do not flash a gun on Instagram Live at this, at that. And then, by the way, don't do it again two months later in a car with your buddies. I I think there's a a common sense to it. I, I don't disagree with you. And this is what I'm saying. I don't have a problem with the actual penalty. I have a problem with... Pointing at somebody and saying, well, this is wrong. And it's saying when you ask what's wrong, you just say, well, you can, obviously you can tell. That doesn't fly with me, man. I'm smarter than that. On a basic level. It's like because- after the fact instead of preemptive. Yes. So like, you know, when we sign up to work for ESPN, Disney-owned company, we have certain things that we can and cannot do in a public forum, whether it's at work or outside of work. All right? So that's something that we can't broadcast and put out. So we are aware of what we can and can't do. I and Which is fine. Be aware of it. I'm And what I'm saying is, like, if somebody... How do I explain this? 
I'm not necessarily saying that I don't think Ja knows right from wrong. That's not my point. But my point is, is that if you're going to be in the business of telling people right from wrong, well, then actually do it. Mm-hmm. And don't just say, do you think that's actually, just not coming this is out. wrong. Do you think that's just not coming out publicly, but behind the scenes? I don't think Adam Listen, Silver has I, enough hair on his behind to actually take a stance against gun violence in America on behalf of the NBA. That's what I think. But, that, that, but that, that's a, I think the, the gun violence in America is a different conversation than Ja Morant. I don't know why, though. I agree with you that the NBA is like, eh, I don't know if I want to get into that business. You want to know why? Because it's probably not good for business for them. It gets into the politicking. And that's why this is so awkward, bro. Which is fair for you to say. Because he didn't break any laws. Which is fair for you to say. Yeah. Well, if you're going to have that stance, let's have that stance. But I think there's always, at the end of the day, they're looking at the effect it could have on business and yes. everything else. And I'm not telling you I agree with no, that. No, no, no. And to be clear, Slee, yeah. the reason why I said, and you're saying I'm kind of confusing you, I get what your point is, but the reason I'd say I'd have him gone for a year is because, like, well, if it's that bad, dude, get it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Help the actual guy. Don't just throw him out on the scrap heap and say, oh, well, look, he broke the rules. He's got to go. Like, if he's that important to the league and he's that important to the franchise, well, then make sure that the guy's life actually gets turned around. I hope so. You know what I'm saying? That's what and, I'm rooting and, for. And ultimately, and if it end, takes a year, if it takes 25 games, whatever it takes, make the stand, do the work, help the guy. Ultimately, at the end of the day, a lot of that responsibility is going to fall on John Murray. It is. Yeah. So they can do whatever they want. They could try. They can give him suspensions. He could cost him money. He could lose sponsors. At the end of the day, it's up to him of whether he's going to change that or not. Feels like they want to have their cake and eat it, too, in terms of Ja turning into a person. They don't want yeah. to do the work to have it, but they still yeah. want the star power of him dunking on guys in the league. Sometimes you got to take the loss in order to get the win. They're trying to do it both ways, and it's, I, I, it feels disingenuous. To go from would you wear wet socks to what we just went, that's a lot. <laughs> the, mul- the multitudes. That's a lot. That yeah, I those are levels that we go right there. Okay, we got Factor Cap coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeper Show, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. A little hey. change of uh, subject here, but uh, I wanted to play this drop. because <laughs> it's one of my favorite drops that we have here, and uh, Chris himself will be on at 11.45 to talk more about the U.S. Open. But Will Jean Morant return? Mm, Jean Morant. <laughs> Jean. Ja. Just out of nowhere, ja. we had a promo. Jean. Ja. I don't know if you remember that, but he's I just, don't. Will Jean Morant. Avant. Monsieur Morant. But I don't think he tried to do it. It just no, came yeah, out just, like, Will Jean Morant. Yeah. Awesome. Will Jean Morant. Uh, Does anybody here know Jean's real name? Uh, I thought I did. Raise your hand if you think you do. Nobody raised their hand. Demetrius or That's Demetrius? That's close. Demetrius. Demetrius. Yeah. Is his name. Oh, really? Yeah. That's his name. Did not know that. That's a good pull out of you, Taylor. Well done. <laughs> All right. Basketball guy. I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also have a story about me going to the Grove yesterday, but I'll, I'll use part of it here uh, in Fetter Cap. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, there's a bar in, in Omaha, Nebraska, where they host the College World Series called Rocco's, where essentially they kind of have a competition between all the fans of the team. Legendary that are going... locale. Yes. Legendary locale, but... <laughs> 
fans of the teams have competition to see what school can have the most jello shots. All right, Travis has talked about it where UCSB cleaned up at the, at this when they went there. So uh, I was checking out the board. Someone posted on Twitter last night. Uh, guess who's in last place? I'm guessing UVA. Uh, yeah, Virginia so jello had... Jello shots last place, okay. Yeah. Had only 29 jello shots. And who was in first place? LSU. Oh, they had 268. Be... So that's the hill that uh, UVA so has to climb. is this... Do you want me to break down how this works well, at I was, Rocco's? I, I, was yeah. I can tell you exactly yeah. gonna, how it works. I'm going to break it down, but I guess my first question is, what if Virginia just keeps advancing because they're not drinking as much and they care about winning, and LSU is out before we even know it? So here's 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 what the deal is. It's not is. the players. It's, Rock, it's Yeah, Rocco's is like a meat market kind of bar. If you threw a baseball from Rocco's to the front of Charles Schwab Field, it would take you one throw. That's how close it is to okay. the stadium. All right. Across the train tracks. Now, what the Jello shots thing is, is also very much um, a measuring contest for the bros in the bar. Yes. So, Slee walks in. What's up, bro? Trav walks in. Bruh! Bought 30 jellies yeah. today, bro. Well, guess what, bro? I'm buying 50. Up we go, yada, yada. Do these things all get consumed? Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) But it is really just dudes throwing down the credit card, trying to to outdo each other and get on the board. It is a fantastic bit because everybody ends up drinking them. It's not as if they are singularly given out. If I buy 150 Jello shots and there's 75 people in the bar, everybody's getting one. I'm not taking 25 of them. So here's my statement. Here's my statement. Jello shots are the worst form of shot. All right, Alan, Fettercap. Uh, cap. I could find many other worse <laughs> jello, or I could find many other worse shots. I think about this, and I think this is now. This just comes partly with age. What the hell were we doing in college? <laughs> I mean, Goldschlager. I was taking shots of Rumplemints. Bacardi. I was taking. What? What, what is happening? That Bacardi here? Gold was a menace. What the hell were we doing in college? So to shots. answer your question. Jello shots, actually, of all the other shots, I don't think that one's as, as bad. Yeah, I'm it's- going fact. I love jello shots. I don't do shots. So if I've got to consume it, a little gelatin actually helps things a lot. I mean, they're kind of gross. I get it. And especially weird when they come in like test tubes. I just but, like, can't down the. Can't yeah. do the jello? It's not for you? No. Yeah. I don't like shots in general. So jello helps me out a lot. Taylor? Cap, I'm with. I'm with Yates, yeah. If you're going to take a shot, it might as well taste good. I think the worst would probably be like a Jaeger. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaeger is how I blew out my shot muscle. Or vodka. <laughs> That's what happened. I worked at a bar. I was a cook. Every single time, you take shots all night long. Jaeger, cold Jaeger in the fridge thing. Ooh, yeah. By the time I was 25, donezo. Just couldn't do it anymore. Yep. Now, shots are a disaster. Tyler? Yeah, Cap, I would I would r- much rather have a Jello shot over like a cement mixer. Oof. Just to name one, ah. cement mixer is like a wannabe Jello shot, except you can turn it upside down like a blizzard and it won't move. No, thank so, you. Yeah, I'm about to Jello shots over that, that for sure. <laughs> all right, all right. So um, yesterday I went to the Grove to get my AirPods fixed because it's the Apple store there, and I didn't want to go to the Century City one because of the um, LACC happening, the US Open. So they were like, okay, well, I went to the, the Genius Bar. They're like, okay, cool. We're going to run a test. It's going to take about an hour. I was like, bet, cool. I'll just walk around. So I went to Barnes & Noble. I browsed. I picked up two books that I wanted, and then I you know, had some time to kill. So I was like, just reading it in the store before I purchased it. So yep. it's stealing to read a book that you haven't bought yet while in the Barnes & Noble. Yates, hmm. Fender Cap. Cap. I mean, this is what I do every Sunday. I go get a bagel. I look through magazines I'm never going to buy. I may or may not buy one, but I have perused and browsed quite a few. Now, books is a different matter. 
getting your fingers on actual pages and the cover. But I am going to purchase it. Oh, okay. Well, she's highlighting. It, she's yeah, highlighting right. You're making it. no she's annotations, pages, and then she's putting it back. <laughs> Just like, leaving little gifts for people. Books, I feel differently than magazines. I feel like that's expected for magazines, but books is a different matter. Al? That could just be me. Um, fact. It's the equivalent of taking a bite of whatever you're shopping at at the grocery store. You basically just opened up the bag of chips. You I, had a couple of chips and you put them back. I don't do that either. Okay, that that drives me nuts. Trav does that. Uh, sitting in the stands, no, Trav will wine, drinking eat, a coke. He'll make a sandwich while he's on aisle seven. <laughs> you'll go through the, the whole thing. Yeah, be the barcode. He'll go through the whole sushi, putting soy sauce at Albertsons <laughs> while he still has to go get all the other items and milk and some oh, eggs. Oh man. Um, I, I listen. I, I I say fact. I'm kind of joking around. If you're gonna buy the book, I, it's all good. What I mean, whatever you do, you're buying the book. Right. You looking through magazines and never actually purchasing them. Even <laughs> I keep though my sunglasses six, on when they're six ninety nine is a form of stealing. <laughs> Taylor, Cap. No. Uh, to me, this is equivalent to going to like an Fye and checking out a CD. You know, and then you can scan it. Remember back in the day? Yeah. Oh, wow. And listen to the first couple songs. Yep. You know. That's a, just a little sample. Deep pull. Or yeah. going to Amazon, and if you want to, you you know, look up a book on there. You can read yeah. a few pages. There's excerpts of that, so it's it's the same thing. I could see you um, <laughs> listening to a full album. It's like, all right, I'm good. I could definitely see you <laughs> at an Fye as well. Like that's a that's a good place. He's recording for... on his iPhone. <laughs> He's trying to get the audio. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah, Cap. I mean, if you're gonna buy it, you know, you're not you're not doing anything anybody a disservice by reading a little bit of it before you buy it. So, Cap. All right. So, still in the same. Uh, talk about the Grove. So I went to um, a Wetzel's Pretzels also while I was waiting because there wasn't much to eat. Okay. Why not? So the little Wetzel's Pretzels? The only pretzels? options to eat at the Grove are either sit-down places that are a little expensive yeah. or Wetzel's Pretzels. And so I was like, okay, sure, I'll go with Wetzel's Pretzels. And I was like, the fourth person in line, but the person behind me, the two people behind me, were clearly little middle schoolers on a date and that had, was probably either first date or like uh-huh. just new, whatever. It's, sure. We all, we've all had this experience. Summer crush. Exactly. So the mall is the, was I'm the best- I'm going to take you to Wetzel's Pretzels, girl. <laughs> I mean, it's not big bad. bucks. The yeah. mall was the best middle school date location. Taylor, Factor Cap. Um, cap for me because the nearest mall was 30 miles away from where I grew up. So that was not an option. Could not drive in middle school. So cap. Tyler? Yeah, fact. I mean, I there was a the Northridge Mall was right down the street from where I went to middle school, so that was definitely the go to. But you know, you had to decide was the girl worth the the added cheese for the pretzel? You know, <laughs> sure. you getting the pretzel sure. or are you getting the pretzel and the cheese? Yeah, of course. And what was the first store you guys went to? Oh man, the first one that you would hit when you went to the Northridge Mall on the Took left field was of the... dreams. I'm like, take a look at this. <laughs> look at all these Disney store. Disney store. Up. First one on the left when you walk in. <laughs> Easy. All right, Al. Um, it is fact. I think there's some too. Like, I had two older sisters, so you can walk around. They take you to the mall. You go wherever you want. I think there is something about just you're not committed to a store. You don't have to do anything. You just literally walk around, and it's good enough. Yates, let me explain something to you. This is cap for one reason. The mall is still my preferred date spot in general. You're the really cap I'm wearing, the, mall? the woman I'm dating right now, I so took to the fetch. mall and I bought this hat at it. <laughs> Yay. And it was great because you know what? It's a great low level, hey, we'll walk around the mall. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's better than a coffee date. Get a little taste of your I style. I don't think so. You can walk around and do a little peep and watch, uh, people watching, get a little taste of the style. You're exactly let's right. Go read some magazines. Yeah, no, we're no, not reading magazines. I, no, you walk around the mall. You hit Sarku, maybe. You know what I'm saying? You get the extra shrimp, not the cheese. I'm telling you, man. The mall. I love the mall. Oh my! God. I go to the mall yeah, every single it. city in America. I go sit to. Down. So. It's a good sit way to down test in this chair. Yes. There's shiatsu uh, massage. Why are malls so bad? They're just. They're 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 this like liminal space. Yes, where it's nothing and it's too much. That's at the a same constant time. in my okay, life. So that I need. and that's what I dislike. I, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an up and down world, the mall provides like liminal, stability. Space For me, yeah. malls. Yeah, I can't do them either. Wow. Yeah, I can't do them. There's I mean, too listen, many people. I go too many if tourists. I need to go. But even sucks. if I need to go, I'm so quick in and out of that I damn place. The mall. I love the mall. I Let's love go see why. Yeah, I'm down. I, I yeah. love the mall. If we did a remote the from the mall, I'd be there all day. Straight up. <laughs> all right. So, um, coming up, any mall broadcast? <laughs> I just don't understand. The, first off, we need to start a rule on this show, though. When Tyler speaks, he says, This is Tyler. Because even listening in the car, I had no clue if it was no, Taylor. Ty- I, I didn't know what was going on. Tyler, one thousand. He sounds like you a little bit. Has a more distinct voice than anybody else. I know it's Tyler right away. You know, yeah. But remember, people don't see it unless they're watching on I YouTube. So, so this we is Emily. That. Yeah. yeah, you guys don't need to. <laughs> Taylor here. Yeah. Well, Taylor's got a very distinct voice. Yeah, Taylor does. Anyway, and are you? So you realize an outside space is a mall as well. Correct. Are you anti that too? I'm not. Okay, so I'd rather do an all, outdoor. Okay, outdoor are we talking mall. like? Washington Mall, like the mall, that thing, or just no, like the Grove like shopping malls. Well, the yeah, Grove's I'm outside. An- yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm anti all that. It's just you're anti even that. Yes, okay. no, don't take me on a date to the Grove. What about don't strip malls? Me- <laughs> also, strip what if, malls we, what if somebody took you to a Marshalls? No. <laughs> Yeah, not not going to get that We're way. just trying yeah. to figure out Love them all. in detail what it is. Love <laughs> no them all. thanks. All right, so this is Michael Malone on Pat McAfee show on Wednesday. So I'm going to play it for you real quick. Speaking the Lakers, I just want you guys. Speaking the Lakers, I just want you guys to know this is breaking news. I'm thinking about retiring. So don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. You love yes. your house, coach. You love yes. it. All right, so essentially, uh, the Lakers in LeBron is living rent-free in Michael Malone's head because he consistently brings it up even though it's been weeks. All right, so there is something that lives in your head rent-free. Taylor, Fetter Cap. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I guess some of the, the music that I play on this show <laughs> it keeps getting repeated. That's, that's constantly spinning in my head. All right, Tyler, specifically Tyler. Hey, Tyler here. Um... Something that lives in my head rent-free. Nothing that comes to mind right now, so I'm going to say no. That's a, that's a cat for me. All right, Al? I think the Dodgers live rent-free in uh, my head. Yeah. They're just so freaking good, and they're good every single year. And every time I see the Padres, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that is it. I think they live rent-free in my head. Rent-free. Yates? I was the best three-point shooter in our conference, and I went one for 13 in our championship game in senior Oof. year, and we lost. <laughs> That really was rent free. I wasn't the best player on the team. It was all I was there to do. It was three and D. And I, you went full Jimmy Butler. I went basically. Went hey, Jimmy this Butler. is Tyler. You went full Jimmy Butler. <laughs> By the I, way, that was Christopher Morales. <laughs> yes, that, that, well, that's I think, that I think people here might know it voice <laughs> yes. enough. They know. <laughs> yes. So that lives rent free in my head. Worst performance of my high school basketball career. <laughs> We're on the horse. Hundred and twenty third U.S. Open, L.A. Country Club. What a place. I think I've had nineteen thousand steps now. I was going to say you look a little. I was ready worn to go for where? Can, yeah, as, as we get, we got there early, and as, we were chasing Brooksy. As so we, we were on one update. side at Phil, and then we wanted to see Brooksy. As we get an update on what's happening there, what's the update on Trev? 
Him and I were exchanging some photos this morning. I mean, he's well, kind Trav's of, there as a fan today. He's yeah. not credentialed media. No, okay. did did you did you guys spend some time together? There's a no? picture somewhere. There's a video of me and him, him okay. and I, okay. walking up to the Roots Chris tent, and it wasn't open yet. And he wanted a tenderloin sandwich at ten fifteen in the morning. He was gonna take that down. Oh, a little, you know, little breakfast, little breakfast. He had a Modelo in his hand. He's got to be like seven Modelos deep already. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he yeah, was yeah. two as Parker and I were leaving. Parker from the Funny Games Department. See how we reset. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, the guy you've never heard of, Wyndham Clark, has slipped to minus eight, but he is still on top of your leaderboard, okay. along with Ricky and Xander Shoffley. They will tee off. Ricky tees off at 1.32 p.m. Xander tees off at 1.54 p.m. Meanwhile, your 2016 U.S. Open champion, Dustin Johnson, minus four, is slipping into the top ten. He's right now tied for six with Tony Finau, who's also four under. Rory is also tied for six. We've got a lot of golfers Six under right now, Rory, or excuse me, at four under. So, what is coming up? Bryson DeChambeau teeing off at 1.10 p.m. Okay. Remember Francesco Molinari? Of course. You don't. The Italian? That was, remember, when Tiger won? Molinari was the only one that stood in his way. Okay. okay. Molinari (laughs) for the table. That's where I was going. I'm walking here. What are you doing if you can't get that bit? For the table. He's too busy looking at your For nails. The they look great, man. Would you go to the salon recently? Last week before the My Mandy's. My goodness. They're I'm a shiny well pig. Keyshawn and I are I, always. I have been staring at his hands the entire time he's been here. Oh, Keyshawn yeah, and I are mess. always about the shiny buff. You don't yeah, go the shiny mess. buff? No. Do you ever, you get a manicure? Mm-mm. Really? Tyler here. Manny's are the See, That was good. <laughs> that was good. Very good. There we go. That's, Very good. That's, that's all, all he's asking for. Bam! Throwing a little petty. Sorry, wow. Tyler here. Throwing a little petty. Bam. My goodness. I see the petty, though, because I got you, you, a, I got a hoof. People touching your feet, that's an issue. Uh, yeah. So I got one of those nails on the right. By the way, when we walk out, then we could do this. Wet socks, et cetera. The U.S. Yeah. Open, because we don't need to send all this to Pinehurst. They don't need all this. <laughs> the U.S. Open leaderboard update was brought to you by Pinehurst Resort. At Pinehurst, it is someone's U.S. Open every day. Visit Pinehurst.com now to plan your stay. I don't go many. I dropped a, a four by a two by four years ago when I was a teenager on that nail on the it, right foot, and ooh. it always comes back looking funky. Okay. And I've had it removed several times, and they're like, "Well, maybe this time it'll no, it always no. goes back funky." Yeah. So, so when that thing the... is un, unsheathed at a nail salon, there's a lot of conversation. The women and children hide. Ah. Yeah. There's a lot of conversation. Like three, four people go in the back, but they're talking in a foreign tongue, uh-huh. and I know they're talking about my foot. Mm-hmm. And then they come out with goggles and like a saw. Yep. To- Disgusting act. <laughs> And there's, there's a, a lot of just there's like there's an, a lot of talking and I know an they're architect make, and an engineer yeah, they're using like that huge right. yeah. wow. I just see the goggles coming out and gloves and okay yeah it's what a lot. percentage of dudes get the a manny yeah I'd say thirty that's a number is much higher than you think that's much higher than I thought and the only reason I don't do it I've is never simply it. because you've never done it never. I've never done I think it. ladies sleep me and you. Uh-huh. And whoever else wants to go, sure. this could be a summer activity. We'll go to a mall. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll bring M. M loves the malls. She loves indoor malls specifically. <laughs> I just it, for I, a it, liminal space in feels... Sherman Oaks, inside the the Galleria there, not the Galleria, the Westfield. Okay, there is a there's a great nail place I used to go to when I lived in the Valley. What we'll does that run you? How much money are you spending on that? A manicure is with a shiny buff about twenty two tip five. You're boozing in there? Talking 27. They got no. a little they got a little bubbly going? If you if you, yeah, if I mean, you I'm get wondering. like the full full thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I just that, the reason I don't go to them is I feel like I just don't have the time to do that. I did not know 30%. Yeah, I, I know, know a lot that of dudes. Thir- is that, that is that about right you think? 30% of guys? It might be a little high. 
Okay. Sure. Uh, maybe closer to 20%. Yeah. Maybe in, in, you know, CY's crew, that's a, that's a different... <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I the re- you know what the thing is? Almost everybody I know does it except for people I know. I that's just bite thing. my nails. If you need that's me to what bite I do. your nails, I can get, get everything That's done what I do. Check I don't if I'm no, wearing cologne I don't and then bite my, my nails. I don't gnaw <laughs> my nails like as a nervous thing, but I groom them with my mouth. Um, that's how I'm that works. On that. <laughs> that's I how I groom my nails. With my mouth. And then I'm like, oh, look how clean. My fingernails, that is. I don't use... That, I don't use my mouth for my toes. All right, Michael right. Jordan is officially selling the Hornets. No. MJ selling the Hornets. The numbers M told me earlier what he made from the time he bought it to now. And if LeBron James in the future owns an NBA team, what can he learn from Michael Jordan? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeper Show, 710 ESPN. You know, I like that during this little period where I'm recovering from the Mandy's and out at the U.S. Open, a lot of these classic rejoins are playing. Taylor loves the shawarma one, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it because it's long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate- Is it long? It's like 25 seconds? 23. Oh, yeah. It's nice. I hate, I hate the last one. <laughs> no, Taylor doesn't. Tyler is a new voice to the audience. Am I wrong? Tyler here. You're not wrong. No, he's, he's a new voice. To be and fair, then, though, Taylor yeah, only, is here. He's the only spokesman address, when addressed mainly. So Emma's done a good job of verbally fonting him yeah. each time she's asked. Verbally fonting him. Yes. That's. Interesting. Verb- that, that was that was past me. That. Literally that learned past. that term from Justin Craig. So yeah, how about verbally that? fonting him. Yeah, verbal fonting. It's a thing. So I say, hey, Alan, how do you okay. feel? Now, about see, this? nobody knows who Justin Craig is. So what you would want to see there is use the branding that Sedano and I use, the Triple B, Big Bristol Boss. Because hey, Alan, how was your weekend? Yeah. As opposed to just how was your weekend? You see what I'm saying? That's verbal fonting. Okay. Much like we developed when nobody knew who you were a few years ago when you started on the station. Nobody no, nobody knew who you were in local <laughs> LA radio. The big CY. Mm-hmm. That was the bit. Verbal fonting is a fun. That thing was to do. verbal fonting. I didn't realize I was fonting him. Yeah, but I it, still, you know, I still have to do. Dirty. I know. That's Say fun. my name. Morales during the break told me you still need to do Alan Sliwa here. <laughs> no, no, no. So I started. I every time I start, I say Alan Sliwa here. I'm Alan Sliwa. Um, like fans. Yeah, verbal fonting. It's a cool term. Um, okay, so I'm going to be verbal fonting all day. You're going back seven. out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, producer Lindsay and I are out there doing social media tomorrow. You sound thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long day. It, 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 honestly, my feet hurt. But we're going to rest them. I'm going to be resting tonight at the East Central okay. Hotel. Cappy's home away from home. Beautiful right. rooms over at the East Staying Central. Staying here. Mm-hmm. The Nixo Lounge overlooks Figueroa. And awesome. when there's not a lot going on in Figueroa, you wonder why you're overlooking Figueroa, but it's still nice. I'm going to a movie today in downtown if you want to join me. What movie? Are, well, i got to be on the air, but what movie are you seeing? It's called The Blackening. It's at 4.50 if you want to join me. Well, the Alamo you, Draft what time House. are you going to be done? Six, Oh, that's, oh never mind. I, I thought yeah. if it was a longer movie, we'll just go to the Nixo Lounge, have a cocktail. Actually, maybe seven. But well, yeah, if you're maybe. maybe seven. Yeah. Now we're talking. Which downtown? Are you going right here? <laughs> yeah, Alamo Draft House downtown. All right. Okay. To the block. Um, you the saw, fuck? did you see, you said you saw the first episode of Black Mirror? Oh my gosh. It's, it's so good. It's like so scary? good, scary. Okay, get us in. Because okay, okay. It, I, no, let's I need do a, some verbal font. I need a pitch. This is, this is, um, so spoiler, spoiler free. So I will not spoil anything. So if you are, want to see these two episodes and you haven't seen them yet, I will not spoil them. I am probably planning on doing like a MTV about Black Mirror and just kind of trying to <laughs> Such, break down two episodes at a time. It's perfect. Love was that, that Travis's bit. idea or yours? It was mine. Okay. Yeah. It's that's a I mean, great. Sorry. One. I mean, I'm answering. Yeah, no, no, no. Travis answer it. You, she should answer. <laughs> Travis isn't even here. Well, because uh, Travis kept mentioning you got to do this, you got to do okay, this. So I didn't right. know who it came from. But um, so first episode, and have everyone watched Shit's Creek? Yeah. Okay. So great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main girl who who is in that show is the main person of this first episode, and essentially she realizes her entire life is a TV show. 
So she goes through a day at work, and then she goes home. She puts on Streamberry, is what they call it, but it's Netflix, and realizes there's a show called Joan is Awful, and her name is Joan. And it's like, oh, and the person on it looks like me, but it's Salma Hayek. And she's like, this is weird. She puts it on, realizes it's exactly word for word what she was doing that day, and then it kind of goes in, like, what world are you living in? So it's very- I like that. It's very cool. It's not super dark. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, wow, I didn't realize I was thinking about that. And it has a lot to do with both the politics and the- um, What's happening right now in Hollywood in terms of like why the writer strike is happening, sure. AI things like that, um, and it's just interesting if you even if you don't know that. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Second one is about. True By the way, crime. that's some big names right out the gate. Oh Hayek. yes, yeah. There's a there's more big names in there that I mm-hmm. is a spoiler, so I'm not going to mention that. Okay. The second episode is called Lock Henry, and it's about the. <laughs> I know this isn't like great radio, but it's it's about the ethics of true crime. So when you're doing a true crime drama, you're obviously talking about a real life, something that happened to someone's life. Someone died, and that's someone's life, and it's affecting the family around them. And so that's kind of what the second episode, Lock Henry, is about. They Mm. try to do a true crime documentary about something that happened in this like Irish town, and it gets a little close to home. Okay. So that's kind of where that goes. This that is one, interesting. Don't watch at night because I was the mistake wow. that I don't made. Watch at night, and okay, I had never nightmares all night. <laughs> so if you're if you're giving grown grown folks nightmares, I'm out. I was just gonna say <laughs> if she ends out. it with "Don't watch at night," I had nightmares all night. Yeah. <laughs> First episode, though, might turn into the episode that I recommend to people if they want to get into Black Mirror. I'm like, watch Joan is Awful because it's a good one to get into it. And it's much more, these two episodes are much more about the medium of TV and less about like technology and more about like what stories we choose to tell, what stories are we telling right now and why it's perfect. All right, I'm in. I'm in for the first episode. I I want the first episode. It's too real. I can't do it. I like a show that the, gives me a one, certain level the of escapism. The one show that I saw, Black Mirror, that you recommended, that one took me out because it was just yeah, it, it was, gets really dark. That one's really dark. Yeah, that like really I, dark. it's 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 not that it, I don't think it's good. good. It's just that it's not for me. I can't be having the willies when I'm watching television. Mm-hmm. And That's for, not why I do it. And for me too, I love Black Mirror. I will rewatch episodes all the time. And there's like Easter eggs that if you're a big fan of the show, that you get these tiny little things that connect. So in Jonah's <sighs> Awful, there is one, like this guy is looking at his phone and there's yep. a tweet from somebody. And the tweet from somebody is from someone from eight episodes ago. So it's like they are so wow. in conversation with itself. It's so cool. cool to me. So again, if you want to hear me break it down a little more, I will be talking about it more uh, on a different- On MTV. <laughs> but- All socials. This is kind of like a primer, and if you want to watch it over the weekend, I would suggest it. So we have soft launch We should all MTV get together tomorrow and watch the episode at night together. Yeah, where are we on MTV? Have we soft launched this? Or are we, are we, uh, I think we're this is going to be probably a soft launch-ish. Okay. Like all I'll right. just probably post it on my socials and go from okay. there. Clinton here, by the way. Tyler here. <laughs> hey, that first episode, uh, Jonah's Awful, sounds a lot like Truman Show. It is. Yeah, it does sound. It is similar to Truman Show. I thought about that. But Mm -hmm. the spoiler part is what changes things about it. That it's not super... It's Truman Show for the first half. After that, it really turns into something else. Truman Show, great film. Yeah, great film. All right. um, Woj said yesterday that the Lakers are not big game hunting this offseason. Michael Jordan sells his team. He's no longer the the owner of the uh, Charlotte Hornets anymore. And can we learn it? How do we look at the tenure of Michael Jordan as an owner in the NBA? We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show. Yates in the house. 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 